reservations, a brush with death, and summer slang. All this and more on today's Brilliant Observations. Do, 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 do. How, how, how are you? I think you know. How are you, Melissa? I think you know. Last time I asked for grace because I was recording at the beach for the first time, sitting super uncomfortably on a bed with a computer on a dog crate. Very makeshifty. I'll figure that out. But this time, dear listener... I am looking at Amy, who is in my kitchen. <laughs> bah, 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 bah. We are in the same fucking building. The call is coming from inside the house. It absolutely is. Can you believe it? It's Aka all kind of crazy. Aka believe it. Aka, Aka. So hello, Melissa. Hi, Aim. You just finished up a, another tournament for lacrosse. Watching your littlest boy work so hard and sweat so hard, which happened to be at the high school that my kids would have gone to if I didn't move them eight years ago. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, it is crazy being in your marketplace and being back home. I am telling you, (laughs) I am not going. No. I don't remember how how that song goes. Sorry, Jennifer Hudson. EGOT in the making. Yeah. So. Are we now apologizing? Um, do I have to apologize to the bossa nova every time we start this show? <laughs> Dear Professor Nova, I'm so sorry. I think they I can butchered it. it. Yeah, Go I'm ahead. on like this super long jaunt. Came up the Northeast Corridor following my son, who was doing lacrosse tournaments hither and yon with my husband. Drove in the car. Attended the event. Got deposited... At Shea Brilliant, where Woo-hoo! I sit and sat and sibitive the sibitive sit sit to Saturday don't stop. Because with a dog dog barking and bark bark, a dog in the backyard, everyone runs. So I've been here and I will continue to be here for day. And then we continue northbound on an aeroplane for bridal shower in New Hampshire. Then we go to New Jersey for beach, 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 beach. Then I go to Bel Air, Maryland for more throw-around lacrosse. Then I'm back in North Carolina. There's a lot of states and places in a very short time frame, can I say? Yeah, I mean, well, it is going to turn out to be like two solid, maybe three, if you count the first one that came before this, three weeks of just wild travel for my son and watch a lot of lacrosse. It is, and it's exciting, and it's great, and there's just the one of them doing it. Time was, we had all three of our boys playing lacrosse, so there were some days when we would have nine lacrosse games in a single day, because it's one, two, three, and then one, two, three, and then one, two, three, and they would overlap, and there are different fields. So just having the one, it's kind of refreshing to pretend that you just have one kid, and to imagine what it must be like. You're such a better parent. It's two on one. one. You're two on one. And all he has to do is his thing. And it's very easy for him to recognize what that thing is. And then all the magic comes his way. So it's like he is better and we are better and there's no chaos and it's nice. It's also because he's not quite old enough to be the demon that is the teenage, truly teenage years of testosterone addled boys. It's awful. 
It's all, the teens are so awful. I've got a 17 year old. I've got a 19 year old. I've got a 14 year old. And the 14 year old is cuspy. He's just, we're calling him, we're calling him a tween and he hates it because I don't think that's actually fair. But you know, I say, oh, he's our tween. So he hasn't, he hasn't fully branched into being the worst person you've ever met. That's, that's any day now. That'll happen. I hope not because I just saw him yesterday and he is sweet as fuck. And he had just worked so hard and, you know, they pull into the driveway and mom and dad look and say, get out and give (laughs) Missy a hug. Like, get out. He's coated in sweat. He literally eight minutes prior had stepped off a 2000 degree lacrosse field where he played the entire game, soaked through the shirt and the shorts with sweat. So the the kid was working. It was hot. And it's like, now let's hug this person you barely know. And, you know, just come on. It's true. It's true. You gonna hug my kids? You don't hey, know them. You I'm know all about hug- them and how sad they are. But you know, oh, they I don't hug know your that. kids. They and I said that. to him, like, yo, you do not have to. Okay, because uh, he did the right <laughs> thing. He got out and he gave the hug. I'm like, can I get you chocolate, water, soda, gum, candy? What can I give you for your hundred hour <laughs> trek home? Please let there be something I can do for you. Here's what I'm gonna do for him. I'm gonna make him feel great about his mother. What? Watch this. Uh-oh. Dear listener, I'm starting off this very episode with 30 seconds with Amy. Oh, for fuck's sake. I'm and ready. It and is excited. something. Yeah. It is something that I think she's going to kick ass at. So uh, let me get my tally thing ready and I'm going to start the clock. Amy, for me, name professions. Go. Oh. Fireman, doctor, lawyer, Indian chief, barista. Arborist, writer, television producer, cook, waiter, entrepreneur, president, politician, banana picker, orange juicer, welder, mechanic, plumber, fish catcher. That's it. Okay. <laughs> Can you confess now that some of those jobs that you need? Professor? Why do I not come up with anything? Doctor, lawyer. No one was too good for her to get with or even mess with. The press, she said, was next on her list. And believe me, you, it's as good. Yeah, Amy, that's that's 20. And I think you could (gasps) have kept going. They were real ones, too. Some, I mean, orange juicer and fish catcher were awkward titles for... Uh, barista uh, Minute Maid CEO okay <laughs> fuck you I work at Minute Maid I'm an orange juicer suck a dick okay I would have taken barista artisanal artisanal salmon farmer is a fish I would have taken that as well okay so bite it but that I think is a high for you and I knew right away <laughs> that I would make your boys proud oh and they I've got should my be. head I've got my head up my work right now I was really thinking that this was going to be open free time on the calendar and my freewheeling schedule has decided otherwise all the all the people I haven't heard from in many a moon are going coming all the way out of the woodwork and saying will you will you will you will you project 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 a click a dick a click into the dick a click tick a dick a dick click click a tick a dick a ding ding dong a dong ding a dick a dick how are you Melissa what's going on I'm great I'm great I spent a week at the shore you do and very shiny and tanny. I left there to come home to just, you know, there's one thing each day that made it so I couldn't stay there or commute. So 
And I was lucky enough to get to pick you up. I feel, yeah, that's how I feel this week is going. It, I had this vision that it was going to be very open-ended and relaxy taxi and all the things. And now it's starting to feel like there's bookends and there's, this is happening and that requires that thing. And and I, I didn't have that as my expectation. I do you so much better when I have that. no expectations. I do best when oh, I that's just free flow with it. I do best with fewer activities you do best not anticipating those yeah. activities. Right, right. Huh. I love to just, whatever's happening, I'll show up for it. And that worked out, like that, because it always works out. But when you show up thinking, we're going to be touring the palace today, and instead you're picking up poop in the backyard, that's a very different tour. That's and a she very did not make tour. me pick up poop. I just happened to be looking out over the vista, the rolling expanse of her acreage <laughs> in the backyard. So I'm reminded that somewhere out there are somewhere. little doggy gems waiting for us. Everywhere. Right? If only I would go out into the many miles of, of greenery behind us. Whoever goes out there, just Stuart to pick up the deuce, right? Correct. Well, the dogs and Stuart. And, that's and it. I hang out on the deck a lot. So. I can't imagine that you would ever walk into the green. No, I, I do several times a week just to... I don't know. Nighttime comes and there's still fireworks. Oh, by the way, favorite holiday, 4th of July. Oh, my God. I'm going to post a video of my dog curling up as a neck muffler for me because a vibrating neck muffler because she was so terrified of July 4th. I'm so glad it's over. Freaked out a little that it came not on a weekend because that means both weekends around it brought with it explosions that were unexpected. And nobody likes an unexpected explosion. We tried to roll with it in your backyard. Nowhere. It's never unexpected explosions are bad. I brought it up. You just brought it up. Dear listener, I didn't talk about duty first today. It was Amy who did. (laughs) Um, I love a good duty story. I want to ask you, dear listener, to brag. I want to ask you to not feel self-conscious and not feel badly maybe that's somebody else in your circle or your family is not doing as well and you're trying to be, I don't know, kind and cautious, you personally have accomplishments that you should share because I know, personally, I'm proud of you and I want to tell you I'm proud of you and I can't do that if you don't say, I just hit my goal weight or I just sank the winning basket at this game or if you don't share you can't be celebrated the way you should be celebrated and I guess what I'm trying to say is you should be celebrated and holding in your accomplishments this is not for the people who shout it out all the time you should sit down you people and you should shut the fuck up it's those who are kind. Let's self-identify, listeners. Are you already too talkative? <laughs> Shut the fuck up. We don't want you anymore. Are we talking about ourselves now? <laughs> Do we talk too much? You can hit mute, pause, or stop for us. But I'm telling you, I want to hear what is making you proud right now. And Where's I would this like coming you- from? I love it. Where's this coming from? And I want you to send it to me at brilliantobservations at gmail.com or go right onto Facebook at Brillab Squad or Brilliant Observations on Facebook or even find us on Instagram and show me a picture of what is making you proud right now on Instagram at Listen Brilliant. It's also a Twitter. So I, I just want you to shout it out. Where From where does this come? Uh, you know, 
I see people who are keeping their joys to themselves. And I think they're things that they've worked hard on. Like I have a friend who who rides Peloton in the morning for five minutes and then goes to the gym for 500 minutes and then sometimes comes home and does the bike again. Well, guess what? You are amazing and should that's be brag-worthy. celebrated. That's brag worthy for sure. I mean, that's you're you're putting in the work. I'm not saying I fell over $40. Look what I found. I'm saying I've worked really hard. I have a business. I have goals that I've reached. I want to hear about it because I want to celebrate you. And I understand if you don't want to say it in your current group of people, your your friends, your family, because either they're sick of seeing you post things or, or sick of seeing. I'm here to tell you I would like to celebrate you. Amy and I would like to throw a 30-second dance party for you and what you have to celebrate. I agree. This is a running theme in a couple of the networks and associations that I'm yeah. in. So much so that a woman whose business is in public relations wrote a book because she was so tired of having this conversation with 100% of her clients. And the title of the book is Brag Better. And she spends chapter after chapter after chapter explaining to women mostly that listing your accomplishments is not opinionated. It's a fucking fact that when you have an accomplishment and you list it, these are facts. So if you're unable to state facts about your life, that should be a problem for you. That's like a if red you're flag. so hung up as we sort of we sort of have been conditioned or rewarded is a better way to say it. We are often incentivized as women to dim our light and to shut the not, fuck up, not openly compete, to not display ambition and certainly not to grandstand, right? And there's this notion of okay, If you feel like it's grandstanding to list facts about yourself, let me reintroduce you to the definition of the word fucking fact. Okay. Because at a certain point, yes, how you do it can matter. It matters. It can influence. It can matter and it can influence. But the reality is simply doing it as a fact, there's no excuse for trying to conceal, trying to keep secrets about your accomplishments. Of greatness. Right. Secrets of greatness. Well, it, it, you, now you're getting into the qualification or, or what do we say about these facts? But facts, they are. So right. it's it's one thing to, to quibble right, I won't about. won't even qualify them. Yes, okay. it's one thing to quibble to say, is it this? Is it that? Am I saying it in a way? Blah, blah, blah. We're already starting at baseline of, okay, it's a fact. Just so say it you, out loud. So when you say it out loud. <laughs> it's, it's okay. It's true whether you say it or not. Right. So why not get a higher paycheck by saying it? You know, I mean, so I totally agree with all of that stuff. My daughter did that when she had to list applying to colleges. And I said, well, what about the fact that you started a not-for-profit for CPR with your brother? No, I mean, I don't want to. Then you're a fucking idiot. That's right. what this is for. That This right. whole point is to, no, I don't want to sound like, wait, finish that sentence. You don't want to sound like what? Right. Like you're bragging? Right. I got to tell you, bragging because of the qualification of how poorly people have done it in the past is not a good word. Oh, don't listen to her. She's just bragging. This goes for men, too. I want to hear and celebrate your your pluses on that side of the ledger as well. But if you say it out loud and you see a smile rush across someone's face, if you join the 30 second dance party, you don't get paid 
for a lot of your accomplishments, right? Some of them are personal. Some of them are milestones. I I didn't get paid to get on the bike and lose the weight that my mother noticed that I had retained over COVID. Um, But my payment, (laughs) (laughs) but my payment came in the form of watching a number drop on a scale. And did she turn, did my mother turn to me and say, good job, Melissa, you did great. No, but I would now write into Brilliant Observations and say, I'm back at my pre-pregnancy weight. And although, and all, yeah, although the pregnancy was 19 years ago. Oh, that's, um, leave that part out. Right. That's not important. But I I am, and, and although menopause is like digging her filthy nails into me and it's not anywhere I want the weight, but I don't care because I've worked and I've gotten somewhere and I feel good about it. Does it feel good to be the only one who knows? Yeah, kind of. Still feels good. Like I, I still, I like that. But there are things for those of you out there who don't have a husband like mine who wants to lay hands on me at all times. And I'm thinking of eating more and putting weight back on to see if I could be less <laughs> Slow appealing. down. <laughs> exactly. Yes. Um, I want to celebrate you. Shout it out. Shout it to us. If you're afraid to do it in, in at your work, at company, wherever, shout it to us because... You worked hard for something. You accomplished something. And I'm here to tell you, it is harder and harder every day to wake up, get out of bed, and accomplish anything. So knowing that, I am behind you. Amy is behind you. And we would like to celebrate you. So and let us know what's going on. I have a behind, behind me. So I am absolutely, it's double weight category coming your way. Grab that gold star and cling it. Stick it to your chest. You, you know, and... Amy's saying that means a lot because you know how she feels about a gold fucking star. <laughs> She'll do anything for a gold star. Okay. Now that I've told you that I want to hear everything, I did hear some slang this summer. I heard what? What? some what? summer slang. Ready? I'm going to give you a phrase. I only have three of them, and one of them's not hard to decipher. It's I'm just in. I the, got it. The, the easy one. Ciao, mama. We don't say goodbye anymore. We don't say good to see you. We don't shake hands. It's ciao, mama. You don't have to touch anyone. And everyone's a mama, right? I like it. I like it. And it feels like we're not here. We're in Italy. We're in Italy. And now yeah, we sound we're like we, yeah, I'm, had a good I'm ready. Trip. I'm doing it. I've stolen it. I'm keeping it. Ciao, me. mama. And now we fight. And now we <laughs> ciao. I love <laughs> <We> it. Ciao. <laughs> Fantastic. Okay. Um, how about that's G's J. I don't know what that is. I'll do we'll it again. Like it. I don't like it. That's G's J. That's gross. I don't know what it is. It sounds like a Christian slur. What is that? Maybe it's um. That's God's job. Oh my God. That's G's J. Their creepy vibe came all the way through the initials, <laughs> right? <laughs> you called that from the very first second you heard oh it. Oh my God. That's G's J. That's God's job. Like um, I can't even think of something that. Would Here's fall. what I'm getting ready to say. That phrase is offensive as a phrase. And if you have to say it so often that you need to abbreviate it to get it out of your fucking face faster, I don't want you ever in my life. Can I kick you? No. You know what's God's job? To say the whole fucking phrase so I can punch you right in the neck the next time you say it. Right. What is God's job? Is it to shut you the fuck up? God's failing in that job. Come on, God. Help us out. I hate that. I hate it. How do you know people that want to know about God's job? And it's so judgy. It's all so judgy. It's so ridiculous. Well, it's dismissing you in some way also. It's saying, "Uh uh-uh. It's like hand to the face. That's not for me because- It's a triple dismissal, okay? Because it's like, 
you're not qualified to do this thing. And you're trying to do your boss's work. And your boss is a fucking fictitious deity over your head <laughs> who I happen to know better than you. Yeah. but And I'm going to judge you for it. Nah, 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 nah. I took your popsicle. I mean, that's who these people are. No. You, you got no ice cream. That's right. That that's right. Exactly right. That's so ugly. They're ugly in their hearts and souls. Here's the that's one. That's God's love. job is to teach you. You terrible woman. Is to judge you? No. That's Jay's Jay. Gross. Oh it is gross. God. Um, so these are people with with folding collapsible accordion plastic uh, booklets for their coupons. That's who these people are. Okay. Ooh, my mom used to have one of those. Uh, and I, I stand <laughs> in my power. I have nailed this. Okay. Yeah. She had that accordion with gross. the rubber band that goes around it. And gross. Yes. It was no. stuff packed and it was. Yeah. I'm like, are you ever going to use these or just collect them? Because I like cutting them, but go fish after that. Uh-uh. All right, here's my favorite one and the last one. Don't get crazy. That's the king I married. Ew. <laughs> These are women with like a trough. It was a man. It was a man. That's the king, king I married. He married a king? I don't think he's married. But like if you see someone do something that is um, impressive or a feat of any sort, like... Let's say we watch Marnie carry in a huge cooler uh, during this gathering we're having, right? She carries in and she walks right by both of us and we look at each other and we say, that's the king I married. Nope, no, 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 I won't allow it. And we can't be friends if if this is the way that you think or talk. This is an out. You're out. You're all the way. You got to work to get back in. You're so out. That's lock and bolt the door. Pass. I only no. have three. That's all. They're I had all from terrible. <laughs> I hope these aren't people that you really know. There's nobody I know on it's TikTok who is sharing. Good. It's latest good. slang. It's not good. I wish I could use some of my children's slang, but none of it applies right now. All I can th- is they will always say that's cap. So, uh, but that doesn't apply in this. Nah, case. not here. It doesn't. It's just gross. Those are horrible, and they they're not. We don't welcome them in. I'm I'm gonna say pass. And while you were out in a boot the last couple of weeks, did you have a brush with death? Well, I feel like lots of folks have had brushes with death. Here's the truth of the matter. I'm old. And so the people that I love and have married are old. Both of them equally. All of them. (laughs) What? Okay. All of my people are old. All six of them are old. So in the oldest sphere... You're more likely to encounter somebody who is that a tick bite? Oh shit! Dun 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 dun. dun. So we have folks going into the hospital under dire circumstances, not doing well, having terrible diagnoses, having mystery diagnoses, having words like cancer come into their world, into their world, terrible stuff, all out of the blue, all of the sudden. What the fuck? Time for you to sit down. Well, I, this might be MRSA, like all the bad, terrible things. It needs surgery, everything, lots and lots of it. And here's what I'm going to do. Because I love all of these people and I don't like all of this, having all of these brushes with death, I'm trying to bring to the podcast, what can we do about it when we are the lucky ones who are not having these things said to us? Does that mean we 
book the flight to Greece because this week it's Greece. Do we book the flight to Greece and go there? I don't like olives and I don't feel like I would want to be there. I don't like olives, but I like everything. Not my favorite. Santorini offers. They they do have like great blue and white and all of their things are good. So let's go. Right? Is this the time when we just forget the fact that the bill is going to come due and do it anyway? Is this the time when we realize? You only have this moment and the next one is not guaranteed. So fucking strap on the backpack and jump out of the plane. Like that's what I'm, that's what I'm trying to embrace here. I don't want to jump out of the plane though. So. Right. So I'm Cause just, you know yeah. why you don't want to? Cause that's G's J. That's G's oh J. Oh my God. <laughs> I would push you out of the plane without <laughs> a backpack. <laughs> All right. Gross. So you're, you've, you've been peripherally swept away with negative. Here's negative. what it is. Here's what it is. My darling husband has a dear friend with a hospitalization that was quizzical, led to surgery. He's still in pain. His life is not going great right now. And they're the same age and close friends. A close friend of ours has his childhood best friend, had a uh, casual, what's this cough all about? Doctor comes into the room. You better sit down, right? One of these conversations other people that I know and love are dealing with family members, with their nearest and dearest, with spouses who are all going through. So it's like, why is all of this? Yeah, these are the worst possible ever. things yeah. that could ever happen. So why am I still mainlining donut munchums in my face in the morning and not walking around the block at a breakneck run speed? I got I to gotta do something. These brushes with death should make me live life and be more jump up and down on the plane and out of the plane. I fear they won't. Is this our next phase of life? Um, is this is this watching everybody die around us? Is that what you're saying? I'm not going to go Get that sick. far. But is major health crisis the getting married or oh, going yeah. to grad school or having a kid or launching a business? Is that our new period? You know how you go through these phases in life? Yeah, where, I absolutely thought our next phase was our parents' illnesses and not necessarily ours. I thought our next phase ours. was international vacation. That's what I thought our next phase was. I and like now I'm in better. health crisis. I don't want, in the game of life, can we skip health crisis? I don't is that know. A way, is there a way to skip it? And if it involves like going to the gym every day. You could skip like an, that. Is there like an easier way to skip it? Like how do we... Can well, I buy, can I outsource the gym? Can I pay somebody to go to the gym for me? When you're done working today, we're going to take a drive no, no, to a God, little park and no, we're just going to walk I didn't a mile. Mean, I didn't mean for health to come in. Here's what I meant. I'm going to, we're going to take a little drive to the couch and we're going to sit down on it. Sit down on it. Come on and sit down on it. If you really want to get the remote. That's my kind of song, right? Get down on it. <laughs> I'm going to lay down on the couch. I mean, that's what I'm getting ready to do. That's where I found you last <laughs> night when I had to walk you to your bed. I know I was snoring, but it was fun snoring. And I was listening to the movie. Wow. At the lacrosse field. I'm sure you've seen this a thousand times. The Philly steak trailer that showed up to be the food truck for the lacrosse team. The cheesesteak. Yeah. 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 It says you can't beat our meat. Nice. <laughs> that's their slogan. I like that. Yes, yes. Oh, I wonder which one that was. And if I can have them go down to the shore next weekend, that would be great. Also, um, well, that's that's brush with death. You know that my husband's dearest friend or one of his dearest friends had colon cancer and died. And it was the healthiest human there was. He ran. It's he always cycled. the ones where you're like, what yeah. the fuck now? 
Yeah. Yeah. So because of that, we now own a beach house. We did not make it to Greece on his cancer, but we have a beach house. So that's one of the the reasons. And yes, I embrace people making those choices to to do more good things. How about that? Is that a take the trip, invest in yourself and your joy. Find your joy. Now I feel like I'm stepping on somebody else's self-help book. No, and it, fuck them, first of all, because they don't know how to brag about it. So suck a dick, loser. I'm sorry. I don't mean to shame you for having a self-help book, whoever you mystery person are. What I'm here to say is tomorrow is not guaranteed. The next 10 minutes are not guaranteed. I was kind of hoping for the next 10 minutes. Well, <laughs> I am I am trying to use this moment to reinforce to myself, she's playing dead right now, <laughs> to reinforce to myself that there are things that are within my control to improve and I owe it to myself and everyone around me to do it. And then and brag about things, it. And then there are things that are not really within my control to make happen or not happen. And I need to just let that shit go. At a certain point, you get old enough. Am I really going to beat myself up for not learning classical guitar when I've never taken a lesson? No, I'm not. I'm going to let that dream go away. And instead, I'm going to focus on maybe I can just hire somebody to sort out all of my insurance paperwork or whatever the fuck it is so that it's not left for someone else. How right? daunting. Yeah. Back to the doom piles. Right. Back to so, Marnie. Yeah. Ex- yeah. I mean, it's it's God forbid one of these situations visits our doorstep right that's not the day that I'm going to have the energy to figure out finally do I need this closet filled with pusheen that one day I'm really going to sell it you know I gotta just I gotta start making some of those decisions it's and it's for most people it comes down to weight it comes down to health comes down to activity do you really need to have pre-diabetes to figure out maybe you shouldn't eat cheese every single meal as the Mm -hmm. meal right? The whole meal. So, and I just, I don't wish for that, but I haven't been successful without it. So I don't, I don't know what to say other than it's heavy to have that happen to people who you really love a lot and to carry it around. And I wish that almost in honor of them, I can make some positive changes. So that's my goal. I mean, we've got six months left of this year. Let's let's use that. That's a, that's a reasonable amount of time to be able to clean out a fucking closet. Okay, I'm going on record. All the Pusheen will be sold by November 1st. Fuck me. It seems so hard. November 1st. Yeah. How, yeah. how about Thanksgiving? No. It's got to be November 1st. Okay. Because all of, all of November is Thanksgiving. And all of December is Christmas. It's already, it's already done. It's over. By the time you get to November 1st, the year's done. There's nothing left happening. That's, yeah, it turns off. Wow. Especially if I decide to do fucking brittle again. Lord have mercy. So, I, which I don't think that I will, but I'm told that people want it. So who cares? It was wildly successful. It um, was. One, one more and I call the cops. Oh my God. You have no idea. So my stupid friend Todd is so stupid. How deserves, stupid is he? Stupider than you could even think. He's very sweet. He's lovely and kind and genuine, but he wraps the whole thing up in this kind of spark plug, um, fireworky kind of uh, bullhorn-esque man, right? So the inside is the great good stuff, but you have to get through a whole lot to get down to the inside because he's very much, 
you know, pow, pow, zing, zing, way. Like it's a lot of Todd. Okay. 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 So he finds himself as a single man. He is extraordinarily successful, which comes with a lot of dollars in the bank account. And he loves living life. So he buys a lot of things with the dollars in his bank account. I'm assuming whatever he wants. Very showy in that way. Super showy. Like ridiculously showy. He attracts a kind of woman who is similarly showy. Some might say grabby. (laughs) That she's grabbing at some of this money. Right? So I don't know how this is going to work out. They have, we'll call it a fling. Doesn't really work. She happens to live a couple of doors down from him. Bad move number one. Oh, is that shitting where you eat? Is that? Yes. Okay. So then come to find out that she has an ex-boyfriend. I want to be crystal clear here. This was a fling. Right. That lasted it was certainly less than a month. I say probably less than a week. We'll call it three dates. Nothing. It's a nothing burger. She has an ex-boyfriend of a few years, but a boyfriend, nonetheless, they are not married. Boyfriend, out of the blue, calls Todd. They know each other. Hey, are you going to go golfing? I go golfing too. Hey, do you want to go to the club? Yeah, let's go. Okay. So ex-boyfriend calls Todd. They go to the club together. They play almost an entire full round of golf. I'm very uncomfortable right now. Almost an entire round of golf. And three quarters of the way through, that's when ex-boyfriend starts asking questions. Did you go out with my former girlfriend? Right? I'll call her Bambi. Did you go out with Bambi? Well, I yeah, I mean, I, I mean we went on a couple dates. I think you know that, right? Why? Are you shitting me? So ex-boyfriend, we'll call him uh, Rambo, decides that he's fucking crazy. And he starts swinging the golf club at Todd. At the club. Swinging the golf club at him. Screaming expletives. Because he admitted to to going on a couple of dates with his ex-girlfriend. Who he has not seen or been around or been with in years. Yes. Yes. So you want to talk about don't shit where you eat moment. Okay. So we're like, what? So Todd's like, yeah, I'm done here. So he goes to the clubhouse. To get away from yes. this crazy mafuckticator. Okay. Rambo. So he walks yeah. into the clubhouse, and this is on a weekday in the summer when they have kitty golf camp. Great. So the clubhouse is filled with 10, 11, and 12-year-olds, and in walks Rambo, golf club in hand, <gasps> swinging it, screaming, I'm going to fucking kill you, motherfucker. Nice. I think I dated him. Nice. Gets kicked out of the club. That's Rambo with a capital R. I definitely gets, dated him. Gets removed from the property, not kicked out permanently. Gets kicked, removed from the property. Todd gets a scolded, right? And he's like, I'm a victim. I don't even understand. Todd makes it all the way to his car thinking, I don't even know what the hell just happened. He's still trying to process it. <sighs> Sits down in his car. Oh, God. Where does Rambo pop out of? Oh, God. Phone oh God. rings. Doesn't answer the phone because it's Rambo. Voicemail. Leaves him a voicemail. I'm going to kill you. Perfect. Leaves right him to the authorities. Nine voicemails. I'm going to kill you. I know exactly where you live. I hope you're not tired because I'm coming to your house while you sleep and I'm going to kill you, kill you, kill you. All the threats. All the threats. On voicemail. 
on record. Look nine for me two times. doors down. I'll be at your ex girlfriend's house. That's why does it fucking take? Why does it fucking take nine times? So of course, stupid Todd. Instead of stopping the whole thing, calls all the friends and say, "What am I supposed to do? What am I supposed to do?" I'm like, "Okay, how about you call the police?" Idiot. Yes, that's no, number what you one. Do next. So he decides. How stupid is Todd? How stupid is he? He's stupid enough. He's gonna call Rambo. He calls Rambo. Why would why why would why calls Rambo and says, "One more." And I call the cops, at which point Rambo becomes a different person and says, come on, man, I thought we were just kidding around. You knew I was just joking. That don't mean any of that stuff. You're not going to go. You're not going to go to the cops. Let's just drop it. There's nothing going on. This is fine. I was Are just you giving fucking you, I was just, kidding me? I, I have nine voicemails that have me quaking in my boots right now. How fucking bat shit is this whole I hope you don't thing. like him that much because this guy is I, I mean as you're telling me I'm like this is a 48 hours a 2020 and and the girl is the one who hyped up Rambo and, and I do with the the long and the short of it is coming all the way around what they suspect is happening and this other guy Rambo it's fucking high profile in the community you you say his name once people know who he is he's got right. a lot to lose right I mean, he he's had that also whole movie series a, first blood yeah H-N-W-I, right? High net worth individual. Like, we know what he's all about. Okay. So somebody then says, isn't he taking a lot of testosterone? Oh. Is he roided out? Is this a case where he's trying to cheat death and he turned into a crazy freaking bot? But guess what? I don't fucking care. I don't care. Those messages. I don't messages fucking care. Are- I, would, I would have dropped a dime on him and sent him to the cops. But Todd is so stupid, he won't do that either. Instead, he gave me a really great squash recipe. But- Beyond that, no. Very dumb. Have you ever had baked pineapple? I've had grilled pineapple. Baked pineapple is a kind of a southern casserole. It's one of these weird ones where you put cheddar cheese in it, and everybody's like, are you insane? Nice face. That's what you do. It typically comes in the spring, and that's associated with Easter. So it may be not something that you're doing. All right, so you you take pineapple, and you mix it with canned pineapple with the juice, and you mix it with shredded cheddar cheese. And a couple of other things, flour, egg, whatever. It becomes kind of like a souffle. You coat the top yeah. with crushed up Ritz crackers, which are buttery and crispy oh, anyway. you had me at Ritz. And then they get brown. So you get this crinkly top and then you cut into it and it's just gooey and, and you don't notice that there's cheese in there. It's weird. It's good and weird. Evidently, if you do the same thing with roasted summer squash, squash with double cheese, it turns into like the best casserole you've ever had. So anyway, he's super Southern. Todd is Southern. So I'm like, okay, maybe I'll try your squash casserole, but I'm never going golfing with you, dum-dum. No, because you're going to die. Isn't (sighs) pineapple the fruit that eats you back? Wow, that's perverted. (laughs) What do you mean? It's the acidic fruit that slowly eats away at your saliva and all of your... In a good way? Or a bad way. Well, ever ting- your mouth ever tingle when you eat pineapple ever? You look at me like I'm Yeah, crazy. I have high acidic foods all the time. I'm Italian. Of course I know from high acidic foods. But well, pineapple, it, they say that's the fruit that eats you back as you eat it. Wow. Well, like celery costs you more. You use more energy to eat celery. To than chew. It, yeah. Yeah. That's a bunch of bullshit. That's just that's just vegetables trying to help themselves. Right? They're just trying to get. Well, vegetables better. have a great PR. You know what? See. vegetables have better PR than Democrats these days. God bless you, Celery. You figured out your messaging. You stuck with it. You showed a benefit. You delivered that benefit. They are better than Democrats. I agree. Celery's like, Democrats. hey, what that's are you doing? cheese, Jay. What are you doing? <laughs> wow.
Um, I was watching, you know how I, I rewatch series is, is just to have on in the background while I'm right. ignoring doom piles. The one I had on was Seinfeld just because it's still fucking funny. Some shows, not as much other, other episodes, super, super funny. And I just love the fact that nobody there thinks about money. Like that's always been the first thing on our minds. Can we go to, well, can we afford, like that's usually at the top, it's at the foam of the coffee. It's at the top of the, the list of things we think about before we're like, yeah, let's go do that. Because we live here on earth and that is what it takes to do anything, money. Well, I was watching it and, and I think Mallory walked through the kitchen and it was the episode where I'm sure you remember pieces of it, but so many good things happened like Woody Allen, before he was wildly scandalous, was filming a movie and they all tried to say Kramer's one line. These pretzels are making me thirsty. And everybody thought they could do it better than he did. And somebody was parking cars and moving cars uh, because they were filming. I think George was moving cars in for the people who live in the building. And Jerry rented a car. He needed to rent a car. And he goes... And it's another actress who's the, ah! the car rental person that I know from a soap opera that I used to watch 100 years ago. And she and he says, I'm here for my car. And she says, oh, well, we don't have that car. And he's like, no, 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 no. I have a reservation. And she, and, and she says, well, I hear that you have a reservation, but we don't have the car. And he and it, it, his hilarious hilarity ensues. And the bottom line is. She said, well, we take reservations. He goes, no, no, that's not the challenging part. Any idiot can take reservations, making imaginary check marks in the air. Check, 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 reserve, reserve. The part of the reservation that counts and matters and really the only part that's relevant is having the fucking car and keeping the reservation. I don't want a fucking rickshaw if I ask for an SUV. Like how you suck You're good at taking it. You're bad at keeping it. Exactly. That's 100%. You won't even believe what happened to us. What happened to you? It's so funny that you're bringing this up. We actually had that happen. Shut up. Twice. With Hertz. I think you learned a lesson there. (laughs) We went. We're looking for, we had a situation where we had to have more passengers in the car than usual. So we needed a really big SUV. One of those, like a suburban S. Yeah. Big, 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 right? To fit all the gear and the bodies. Three rows, man. Three rows. Made the reservation in advance, paid for it 100% in advance. Correct. Over $600. Paid for it. Correct. Show up. Nope. We don't have that car. Not, not, it's not here. It wasn't returned from the person who rented it. Not, it will be. We don't even own that car? We don't offer that car. (gasps) Okay. um, I understand. I'm a human. Tell your website where mistakes happen. I'm very unhappy, but that doesn't change the fact that this this false promise occurred, right? So I still don't have a car. Just give me my $600 and I'll leave. Oh, we can't refund that. We can't refund that $600 prepaid dollars. You have you have to go online. Okay, I'm standing here because I'm not leaving and I'm, I see that it's online and it says I have to do it in person. Well, that's not true. So in person won't do it. Online won't do it. You can call them. Cut to two hours later on the phone. Still not. Still not. And still they never standing. canceled. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they never canceled the reservation. So we showed up there, two cars full of people, right? We all, we, one car full of all the extra drivers so that we could pick up this car that isn't there, right? Okay, surely they figured this out. Do it again the next weekend. 
the same fucking thing happens the next weekend. Different people. And you didn't leave Hertz thinking, I will never rent from you again? We need a car of that size and can't get one. Thus, the $600 rental fee. They just don't exist. There aren't enough rental cars. Right. Part of the reason, just for the quickie backstory, when everything shifted around supply chain in the beginnings of 2020, rental cars started getting sold as actual cars because the production of cars slowed down or stopped and hasn't ramped back up. So there aren't enough rental cars. There aren't enough actual cars. There aren't enough used cars. So cars and me are fucked. Okay, so you would think this was bad enough, okay? So we really do need and still happened fucking twice. Unfucking believable Then going to this lacrosse event, right? Let's have a team dinner, a proper team dinner. So it's 60 people. We need a restaurant that can handle 60 people, serve us all at one time, even if it's order off the menu, whatever it happens to be. Yeah, we can do that. No problem. We'll take the reservation. Great. Okay. Call back the next day. Confirm the reservation. Well, I mean, yeah, I guess we got it. I'm like, what does that mean? I guess I, I was meticulous in setting this up with. I've heard that hesitation this before. Person, and- right. And they go, well, I mean, I mean, technically we have your reservation. And I'm like, let's talk about that technically. <laughs> what, do, what do you mean by that? And they say, well, we don't take reservations. And I said, I cleared all that because it's 60 people coming to your restaurant. Correct. And it's going to be a, a dinner bill private with a comma room, in it. Yeah. Even if it's not a private room, that's enough money for you to guarantee at one time that you can turn away the business. Like, I get it. Because we're you paying want, you. Right? I said, I'll prepay. Like, I'm not even, we're, we're good for it. And he says, yeah, but because we don't really take reservations, we're not going to, we're just, we know you're coming, so we're ready for you. And I said, how, how is that different than a reservation, right? I want to be You're ready for clear. me like you have tables for me? Nope. I'm ready for you and that I know 60 people are coming and we'll, we'll set those tables up when you get here. We'll pull them together. I'm like, yeah, that's not... Is this not, the, is so this you're not actually giving me a reservation. You're saying the word reservation <laughs> in the sense that your business will be open when I arrive. And that's not, not what a reservation is. Right. Yeah. So I ended up going someplace else where they knew what a reservation was and were able to do it. But it's like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Okay. I understand that that is not suiting your needs. But if you follow this train of thought, you went to Hertz for a second time after they told you they don't carry that vehicle. So do you think you are not the first person to make a reservation for 60 for him to turn away business and have all of those tables lay open and nobody came? So maybe he learned from a previous experience. Yeah, I'll I'll believe it when I see it kind of thing, as opposed to you who asked for the same vehicle twice from a company that doesn't even have that vehicle. Two points. I did not ever rent from Hertz, nor would I return to rent from Hertz. So I am excused from this repeat problem. I am simply married to the Hertz rental attempt. Well, I'm grateful he doesn't listen right now because that was dumb. Go ahead. <laughs> I'm sure there are extenuating circumstances because, as you know, he's not dumb. So, so there was some I reason know why that. he thought, <laughs> yeah, there was some reason that would make this a viable, albeit flawed, path to follow. And not viable, but In, okay. Indeed, 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 indeed. So it might be something about barrel being over the barrel. We'll see. Okay. Anyway. Get him a pair of suspenders because In terms of the restaurant. Yeah. I had three other restaurants. And this is in the context, in the geographic locus of a tournament venue. You're not the only people. That handles easily a thousand people. 
because there's hundreds and hundreds per field that are coming through in the course of the day, and there's 12 fields. Surely these restaurants are used to volumes of people coming through. Right. And, and so are when grateful I call them, for it, too. And they say, we don't take reservations. It's first come, first served. There is no room to rent. It doesn't matter how many are coming. So they've been through this before. This place said, we handle large groups all the time. We don't take reservations, but if you tell us that you're coming, and then someone said, so I'll make a reservation. Yeah, it's a reservation. So she was using a shorthand with me, which was, instead of saying the phrase, we don't take reservations, but we do this so often, you'll never need one, which wouldn't have been okay for me. But even if she right, had you said wanted it, the confirmation, that would have been closer to the truth, right? And she, to the point where she said, yeah, we had a group of 40 people in here last night. So we do it all the time. We're used to it. But guess what? I, I'm not directing all of these parents and all of their yuck, 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 over to some place and then magically Johnny doesn't have a place to sit. No, I'm not doing it. Super never doing it. So in any event, it was a little bit banana town with all of that crazy shit going on. So the reservation that's not a reservation has become a real thing. And I don't get, I just don't get it. I told them. Yeah. We would prepay. So they had no risk and still said no. They'll figure it out. But I hope come they'll on, figure people. it out. Come on, people. Do you know what I couldn't figure out this What's weekend? What's that? Last What's that? weekend? What's that? So the house across from me at the beach is a rental property. Oh. So I've seen the people come and like change the screens or they come in like these little ladies come in and clean the place. And then Saturday to Saturday, usually they rent. Before I left, I saw the new renters go in and I play a game called Guess the situation. Uh, I sit on my deck and I look out and I think, oh, that's a family of four. And that's what we're going to see all week. And this is, hmm, what's happening? Well, before I left, checking in for the week, we're at the age of, when I say an old guy, the age, in their 70s, three, 70s to 80s, three humans, two men and a woman, the three of them checking into this three-bedroom house across the street from me. Septuagenarian swing a party. And that's what I hoped, but then I had to leave. But I've, I've asked my daughter to take my spot on the couch on the deck and to cuddle up with the people warmers on at night and the blankies when the breeze comes off the ocean and tell me what the fuck is going on in that I house. I need to know. What Do you is not have happening a camera pointed in that, that way? Like, how can we get the intel? The cameras really just watch our house to see who's coming to for debauchery at our house. But I need to know what's happening. Can you try to guess what's happening with two late seven or mid to late seventies men and one woman in that house? Don't say is siblings. It a, is it a, that's is gross. it a couple? Is it a couple and a brother? Is it a couple and a sister? Is it a meetup? Is it a tripod? <laughs> is it a meetup? Is it a tripod meetup? Yeah. Are they three work colleagues who have no sexuals at all? And they're just really boring. And they're there to work. The widow widower Are club? they thieves? Are they thieves and they're stealing from the people who live there? Oh, gosh. Are they and casing, casing the neighborhood? The joint? Yes. <gasps> well, I'm really know. glad I put my daughter right out front. Now it's time to bring the dogs back down there because nobody goes after our house with the dogs. Oh, my gosh. So I, I just, do you do it. that when you go out to dinner and you see another table and you try to guess the situation? I don't do it as much. I used to do it a whole lot. And now the world is so perplexing to me. I can't tell what is happening 
in my own under my own roof. I have no idea what's happening with other <laughs> That's people. So, so true. I mean, so it's true. Like, what the fuck is this now? So yeah. And plus, when I have characters like Todd in my life, or oh, you don't need you don't right, need people to guess. shooting off guns right. in their guest house. I got I got a lot of fucking crazies. Oh my god, get this. A friend of mine, legitimately, was handed nay invited to join the Ku Klux Klan via a business card. These fuckers have actual printed club cards. How did that happen? Happenstance. They were talking. I don't know, Melissa. Right place, right time. What can I say? No, no, no. no. He he was in a sort of a backwoods community where he was, you know, temporarily pulled there for his job. He was working the job where you interface with the public. So he was just dealing with some walk up hokum yokel, right? Somebody who's like, hi, he ho ho. And for whatever reason, in this highly personable situation where I am literally selling you something, right? So, of course, I'd like to be buddy-buddy and chummy and think you're great because we haven't had anything to say other than let's talk about the product. I'm a selling, right? Then Billy Bob Joe KKK decides, you know what? I really I like, like you. I, could, I like you. You know what? I belong to a club I that think, I think you would like. I think, I think you're a good person. And you know what? I really feel like you got a lot to benefit here. Let me tell you about an organization I'm in. Pulls out a fucking card. And I said, there's no way in the world that he actually had a card. He said he had a card and it said, and I said, and it didn't say, and he said, yes, it did. It had the three letters and it spelled it out. Ku Klux Klan regional member. And it was like grand wizard bullshit, fasipper, whatever, you know, hate filled, spit spewing, crazy racist. Here's my card. (laughs) Here you go. I mean, I almost wish he had kept that card because I don't believe it really happened, but I know my friend to not be a liar. So right. it fucking happened. And he was more aghast than anybody. It's like, oh, okay, all right. Hey, thanks for that card. Um, about the product I'm selling you, let's get back. That's what's hard is when you're in the business of selling shit yeah, you have and to you have, have to sell pop. to people that you really fucking hate. That's that's some weird shit. I imagine it's what your husband has to deal with, where when the racists come in, all shot up in their face because somebody good tried to get them. He's now got to stitch them back to part back together. Somebody good tried to get them. Um, <laughs> I've had a guy come to appraise the house before our house and the shit. What am I giving off that you feel safe and comfortable telling me about all of your guns? Like, is there anything that makes me crazier or more nervous? Uh, They don't care. And they also, the people who talk about that stuff don't care. And I think they misperceive that everyone thinks the way they do. They really do. So I've fallen into a tough situation. I may have talked about it on here before if I have. Stop me. So my husband asked for some political art for one recent event, birthday, Father's Day, something, a couple of years back. And it was significant original art by an illustrator, poster size. And I got it for him and I got it framed thinking he would take it to work because I very clearly said, I don't want this in my house. I a thousand percent don't want this in my house. And he said, no, I do. That's why I got it. I want it in the house. It doesn't go with the vibe of that I hang it here. curated. Well, it's there. The, the art is from Edel Rodriguez. So he's a well-known illustrator and he tends to illustrate things like the cover of Ma- uh, Time magazine, that kind of thing. So it's art that everyone has seen, right? He just has a particular style, like Matisse has a style. You right. can visualize it quickly. When I say his name, you can visualize his style quickly. And one of them focuses on former President Trump, and one of them focuses on for- on current President Biden, right? 
So, and they're these giant poster size and we hung them, have them framed and hang them side by side. So when you walk into my house, the very first thing that you see when you come through the side door, which is how most people come, you see this gigantic, bigger than your torso size, negative content of former President Trump. No. Hey-o. No, thank Hey-o. you. No. Hey-o. Hey-o. And it only occurred to me. No. When I have people in to like fix my dishwasher and I think, oh Lord, they're going to, they're going to stab me with a kitchen knife that's now clean because they fix a the dishwasher, but still, oh Lord. Yeah. No, thank Why? you. I don't want it in my house. Why? And I don't want him in my house, meaning I'm not interested in seeing that face or even thinking about that reality. I just don't want it. So, and it's, I don't know why I'm being so cagey about this. Everyone's seen it. It's a picture of, it's a, it's an illustration of former president Trump and he is holding the bloodied head of the statue of Liberty and a knife. So he's cut the head off. I've seen that. Yeah. And then the companion piece is president Biden replacing the head on the statue of Liberty. So they're side by side. Right. So it's, and they're, they're compelling to look at. I'll say yeah, that. in a museum, but I don't want that when I'm doing laundry. I don't looking. I don't want that every single time I walk in from the garage door. Right. Right. Yeah. 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 No, no. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. So especially knowing that they're card, literally card carrying members of the Ku Klux Klan. I mean, I didn't even think they fucking existed. Who printed. Oh, what? No, no, no. Let me finish my sentence. Yeah, please. I didn't even think that they existed as an entity anymore. I know that hate exists. I know that Nazism exists and all of the sickening, misguided, I don't have enough negative words to label them. I know that all of that prejudice and, and hate still exists. Right. But I, I didn't necessarily, I didn't give it any thought. I didn't think they was, organized. Right. That we have cookouts <laughs> and, you know, every third Saturday we get together oh, they and do. burn something. Like, I just didn't think that that shit still something with the ropes or someone, and the sheets yeah. and the weird idiotic. I just figured that they had moved on to now we're online and we're called something else that maybe you see on the news. Proud the fact boys. That there's or, a fucking, yeah. Right. That there's a fucking Card. old school Printed up at the at the Sir Speedy business card. <laughs> Can crazy. I ask you, other than a clan member trying to recruit, when's the last time somebody handed you a physical business card? I, there's that as well. Very rarely. I mean, I haven't seen a business. Well, I don't. I don't leave home much. Um, there's, you know, who has business cards? People who don't need them. And here, here, here are they. Doctors' offices. They have business cards for the doctors sitting at the front, like an appointment card. But it's on the front. Right. It's the name it's of the Like if you're, at a, if you're at a practice, they'll have all, everybody has their own dumb card, which you're never going to get them anyway. So what is the right. point of this? Right. At a, at a salon, they have cards. Restaurants have fucking business cards. I take them all the time to throw them out later. And then people who work in my industry and in tourism all have their own cards. And, and clan members. And clan members. So hopefully they don't overlap. It's a fascinating group of people. Let's invite I am them so all grateful. to lunch at your restaurant that does not take reservations. Well, I will say this about my friend. He gives off zero vibe that he would align with this ideology. He is super personable. He is very, um, he's like, a, he's chameleon-like in that setting. He is going to be the everyman. Be, because he's good at what he does, naturally, innately, he will find a way where he will find a location where you guys connect 
and then he will kind of expand that connection. So, That's great, but that yeah, other so guy read it. That as turns into he's like that me. turns into yes, that turns into we have a really strong connection around this product that we're talking about, and all these other things. Or maybe it's squash. I really casserole. like this guy. Want to oh hang gosh, some blacks to and Jews with me too? Exactly. No. I've got a gun in my car. No. Let's go use it. Yeah, no. that's where he was like, no, I don't. Case in point, he didn't keep the card. Not even to tell somebody else about it. That's how good a guy he is. Because I would have kept that card in some kind of a weird safe that I could bring out and tell everybody, look at this shit. These crazies really exist. So anyway, yeah. He didn't give off any kind of vibe that warranted this other than I guess his skin was white and he was capable of having a conversation. So those are two pluses for that group. Here's my favorite. You seem (laughs) articulate. Let's bring you on board. And there is something that he may go home to brag about or to write to us, dear listener. I got a card from a clan member. I got a card from a clan member. I I got got a card card from from a clan clan member. member. (laughs) All of a sudden, we're those two girls by the chuckle patch. What was that stupid show that I love so much? The Magic Garden. Do you remember that show? I do. I do. Uh, Dear listener, did you watch The Magic Garden? Write and tell us all about it. And while you're at it, please tell us something you have to brag about. I love to hear it. I love to hear it too. And if it's not crystal clear and you're still listening, said with full respect, we don't want any clan members. So if if that's (laughs) something that you ascribe to, or want to brag about, we're not interested. (laughs) We're, we're, we don't endorse what you're doing. And we don't want you listening. We're not so. for you. No thanks. You stopped a while ago. We're no, not no for thanks. you. No thanks. No thanks. We're not for you. Right I'll just us. go on record and saying it. Facebook. Facebook us. Check us out. We're sometimes super funny and sometimes good God, girls. Please tell us what you're thinking, feeling, and and I would like to go back to the chicken list. Tell us something that's on your chicken list. We've gotten lots of comments. Especially since Brush with Death. Somebody's got to start working this chicken list because tomorrow's not guaranteed. Tomorrow is not guaranteed. But I can almost guarantee you that we will have a podcast next week that tells you all about my 50th birthday bash. So (laughs) so thank you for listening. We love you. Come back and hear all about it.